0: Aloha, this is One God Church Online's podcast. I'm Reverend Enoch, and I have your title, Flowers. We might see, you know, flowers around. We might even see the title in some of these messages before being called flowers in some sort of way. But I believe that if we could see that, you know, some of us could be at the point in life where we're, where we're you know, going through a painful process, and and we want to open up as a flower. We want to love each other. We want to love our mates. We want to be loving. We want to be uh, prosperous and successful. We want to be, you know, knowledgeable. We want to articulate ourselves correctly. We want to open up like the flower that we need to be and we feel that and, and maybe that's where you're at or maybe you've already flowered and you're just out there just the sun is just shining on you, you get the morning dew, you it rains on you, you're fed and, and your life is working out for you. And then, you know, what 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 could I say to for someone who's already flowered and is already out there for for I believe that all of us can can um, you know can be blessed by it whether we flowered or we're going through that painful process of even being the seed and and being pressed by the soil and the soil is just pressing on us and it's so tough because it's so much pressure in the you know situations and we're getting these headaches and we're going through this these body pains or whatever you know we're in this soil you know no matter where we're at in our life and it's just pressing on us and it's and it's painful and then, then it rains, and it feels good for a moment. It's still a little bit pressure, and then more pressure comes, and, and, it, and it rains again, and then the ground dries, and, the, and it presses on us. And maybe this is where we're at at this time, and it's just so so much pressure, but it, but it pushes us it pushes us out and we sprout and we're a sprout and we're like, wow, you know, and we're just hungry for God's word. We're hungry for, for what's happening in life. Things are working out for us in, in different aspects. We're, we're going over here in, in some ways and we're going over there as far as, you know, We're progressing in different avenues and we're just, but we haven't opened up as a flower, but we're getting fed and we know that, you know, wow, yeah, maybe some of us don't even know our calling that we are going to be a flower one day. And maybe some of us are going to be something else that bears fruit. Remember, flowers uh, sometimes have the nectar that bees need. And without bees, we... We would have a hard time surviving, you know, without them pollinating the things, yeah. So it's very important that we, you know, get God focused on on the times of when, when man, life is pressured. And, and, and when we're a flower, because don't you forget that people like flowers, yeah. And, and so in the sense of, of, of taking things full circle that, man, we could get plucked up and, and put into someone's house. And then they're like... You know, here we are in this new place that, man, I don't belong here. You know, it doesn't mean that it's the end. It's like, I don't belong here. And and as a flower, maybe we've already been through college and, you know, the flower that's been plucked up. Maybe we've already been through uh, these segments in life and maybe we're at the age where we're just sitting in a bowl or in a vase somewhere and and, then yeah we're someone's enjoying us and maybe there was the aspirin or the food that keeps us going and maybe we'll be there for a long time and maybe just maybe our leaves are wilting and some of our petals are falling off and some of us might be to the end of our time in this uh this bowl this vase and wherever this you know analogy wherever you fit at in it whether you feel like you know there's so much pressure and you're you're a seed whether you're a sprout whether you're a flower that's just like just feels you feel so full that you just want to open up and just spread the news you know you, you want to share your story with other people you want to share your ideas you want to start that new business you want to do those things whatever, whatever it is for you i believe that flowers is the title alone can be a prophetic utterance to our life and where we're at. Heavenly Father, we reach out to you. We need you in our lives. Lord, our eyes are burnt with with uh, dread and with the things that we see and in and, and, and our spirits, Father God, we feel like we need to be fed, that we need to be watered. We ask that you water us. Where, wherever we are as people, as we listen to this story, as we listen in, wherever we fit into that analogy, Father God, we pray that you speak to our hearts and that you you water us or feed us or help us to mature into what you see us to be and help us, Lord, if anything's crooked in our life, any things that's, that's a hindrance or a stumbling block, that you can make that straight, you could break, you could pull down those strongholds that are in our way and remove those barriers, Father God, and we pray for breakthrough and healing, Father God. And we pray that we can have, Father God, a sense and, a, and, a, and a, a spiritual zeal to seek you, Father God, to seek your face and turn from the things that, that hinder us, to turn from complaining and, and doubting that you are our God and that you will provide everything that we need. You know, you may have, uh, in Jesus' mighty name we pray, amen, huh? amen, praise God. And we may not have touched on everything that needs to be touched on, but please follow with us here, and I believe you'll be blessed by this. And we'll pray a good prayer at the end that I believe God will just move in your life, you know. Yes, praise God. Come, Holy Spirit, come. Breathe into this message and breathe into our lives. Just a a monsoon of your spirit just raining on us right now in Jesus' name in Jesus name. So as I was saying, you know, flowers as the title. You may you may have read in scriptures about considering the lilies of the field in Matthew chapter 6 verse 28. How they grow beautifully, but don't uh, you know, but don't worry about from where their next day of sunshine is coming. They just grow. They just grow day in and day out sitting there being Beautiful under God's watchful control and provision and and I'll be straight up with you, you know. I want to be a lily. I want to sit right out there in that field planted in great soil, you know, non-GMO, uh, you know, soaking up the rays and the rain, you know the beautiful god-given rain, the beautiful rays of the sun, huh wow yeah i want to be a a lily in the valley a lily in the field you know and and i'd be a lily where if it weren't uh for one thing i worry about the future i don't know about you but i worry about the future i mean i get it i'm i'm not supposed to worry about the future but i do Worry is is my best uh, attempt to control the future. You know, if I worry about it, I think I can have a grasp on it and put things in their place, so to speak. You know, so I I worry about the future. You know, maybe this can be you too and you can uh, see yourself in this as well. And when I say, say it like that, I recognize uh, the point of that scripture about the lilies of the field. The flowers aren't worrying about their future because God is futile. The, the, the flowers are beautiful because they trust God for their provision. And He provides. Uh, fear is a very powerful beast. Oh my, how huge and grotesque it is. Just, just downright putrid. And the more we give to the things that we're afraid of, the more power our fear has in our lives, yeah. I mean, you can notice that sometimes if you're in a dark room, for some of us, we may see a coat hanging in the corner in the closet and then we start imagining there's something there when it's just that coat in the closet. And we could actually create something with our fear that, and then we'll end up turning on the light. and Nothing's there. So yeah, fear. You know, isn't that wild? I mean, the flowers aren't worried about their future because it's futile. Yeah, it's futile. the The flowers are beautiful because they trust for God's uh, provision, and He and He does provide. So yeah, that 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 very powerful beast, fear. And the more we give in to the things we're afraid of, the more power. Uh, our fear has over our lives, yeah, and it's so true, I mean, we look at that, and it just, man, it illuminates to maybe what we're going through now, maybe we're dabbling into too much fear, as this fearful, note-pushing thing about the uh, COVID-19, it's kind of dissipating, because people see maybe that there's some lies there, sure, it's a real threat in some form or fashion, but in the reality, we see that it may have been a vehicle for somebody to do some things that they didn't want to do. But fear got the best of us. Yeah. Fear could be the very vehicle that makes the, the COVID-19, you know, more powerful to us. And then it ends up damaging us more because of fear. And how strangely... Uh, How ironic that is that that's actually working. And and of course, with the media involved, we could see. But not to get into that and whether you agree or disagree, that's okay. That's okay. But I believe that fear was the worst, you know, of the COVID-19. You know, and here we are sitting in that wherever you're at. Whether this is the aftermath and you're listening to this you know, months and maybe even years after this thing is over and we see, wow, look at all the corruption that this thing had done, you know, and all the, the vehicles that they used as far as taking this fear and pushing that note, using that very powerful beast of fear to push us all into corners and stuff. But I believe a lot of us have said we've had enough. And even like I said, not to get into that, and I apologize if anyone's offended about that, but that's just my take on it. And uh, I think we, the people of the globally, can see that uh, something just doesn't seem right. So, in the aftermath of that, wherever we're at, months or years, just you know, we could quote the scripture and, and tell ourselves all the right things about fear, but until we actually discover the source of our fear. And deal with it, we will continue to give power. We will continue to give it power over us. You know, Romans 12 2 tells us, Do not conform to the patterns of this world, but be, in some translations say, But be ye transformed by the renewing of your minds. <laughs> I, I like that one, you know. Do not conform to the pattern of this world but be transformed by renewing of your mind. And then you will be able to, to, to test and approve the uh, the what God's will is. His good, pleasing, and perfect will. Amen? Wow, so true. I love this verse for two reasons. We must take control of our fearful thoughts, you know, number one, which requires discovering their sores. And... Uh, and then number two, then transform the way we think about them, you know, and, and as a, as a one A and then maybe a two a B there. Um, and then there is that beautiful promise. Yeah. Then you will be able to test and approve what God's will is, his good, pleasing and perfect will. You know, the weapons we fight, uh anxious thoughts with us are not the weapons of this world on the contrary our weapons uh, have divine power to demolish strongholds you know as 2 Corinthians 10:5 teaches us we demolish arguments and every pretension that sets itself up against the knowledge of God and we take captive every thought to make it obedient to Christ For me, the busyness of life, the hamster wheel of trying to perform and be good enough, you know, oh, I got to be good enough, whatever that means, you know, it keeps me constantly spinning in a cycle of worry and anxiety, you know, the great game of catch up, uh, you know. In turn, this cycle increases, uh, Increase it. Increase it, it. Increases. It increased my striving, my need to do more, to accomplish more, to be more. But when I take control of my worry and and fight my fearful thoughts with, with the divine power of Christ, I am able to slow down. You know, step out of this living crazy busy life and find myself peace and living purposely. At the pace to which God has called me. Fear fuels busyness. Busy, busy, busy. You know, fear, I'm not gonna be able to pay the bills, or I'm gonna I'm not gonna have the money to rely on or retire on. Busy, busy, busy. You know. Peace leads us to our purpose. You know. And we cannot forget that, uh, you know, 2 Timothy 1.7 in this fear factor thing, you know. For God hath not given us a spirit of fear, but of power. That's power. The power that parted the waters. The power that gave sight to the blind. The power that, that brought the world into creation and spoke it into creation. Those things, that power. That power is in our words. So we must be so ever so careful what we say we can bring life or death the power of life and death is in the tongue the bible speaks these things if we could just increase our faith by getting god focused and and immersing ourselves in god's word we would see that man we could speak stuff and it'll happen you are healed and you will be healed you are touched and you will be touched in a mightily way the holy spirit will crash into your life yeah and bless you in each and every aspect of your life. Rolling up on the shores of your life. Spiritually, physically, mentally, financially, emotionally. Wherever it needs to be. Anything that's crooked be made straight. Yeah. In Jesus' name. That's how we could speak. You know, for God hath not given us a spirit of fear, but of power. Yeah. And there's so much to that. Love. Oh my gosh, love. If we could just love one another, it's one of the greatest commandments. Love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your mind, with all your soul, with everything you got, and love one another. Wow. For God hath not given us a spirit of fear, but a power of love. Yeah, and a sound mind. Wait, I'm crazy. I'm this, I'm that. No, you're not. You have a sound mind. You stop listening to what those people say. You have a sound mind because God says different. You see, there's a difference between what the world will say and what God will say about you. People will look at you and be like, oh, you walk stupid. Oh, your, your hair doesn't look right. They'll always find something probably wrong with you. There's very few people that uplift each other. I say, you're great. You're greatness. You are a miracle waiting for a place to happen. And this is the kind of stuff that God would tell you is that there is greatness in you because I'm in you. I made you and consecrated and set you apart for myself. I especially designed you. I customized you for myself and set you apart for myself. Before you were ever formed in the womb, He knew you. He knew us. Amen? So, so the thing is, is that we get caught in that. For God hath not given us a spirit of fear, but a power, a love, and a sound mind. A sound mind. We're good to go. We just need to get God focused. There's nothing to fear about. God is with us. If God is for us, who could be against us? So, a helpful action step, you know, to kind of take on this thing just as a pointer, you know, as we can get our get our hands around this, get our minds around this. If we can merely identify a destructive thought pattern we have that keeps us, you know, spinning in those cycles of worry, doubt and anxiety and target that, asking does this thought does this thought pattern you know does it line up with God's word does this thought pattern line up with God's word yeah I believe God is about to change the trajectory of your life if you could just your part is to be faithful Get immersed in the Word of God. Don't stop praying. God can do anything. So wherever you are, some of us may be about to flower. Some of us may be at the painful process. But don't forget that you are called according to His purpose. And you will bear much fruit. I am the vine and you are the branches. If a man remains in me and I in him, you'll bear much fruit. But apart from me, you can do nothing. Some of you are going to be the the leader, the the first fruit of the whole field. And God is going to bless everyone around you with this one seed, this one painful process of of just, man, praying and waiting. you You know, do all you could do to stand, and then you will be prosperous and successful. Amen. So you're about to flower and some of us may be eating or i'm sorry uh, you know at the end of our journey you know and then we can take those seeds that will fall off of us those petals even the, pet, the very petals can be used nothing will be wasted that you've been going through it could be another phase where you move on to something different and it could be the very end and uh, that's where we need God's strength to, to wherever we're at in that process. That uh, we don't need to worry, because who of you, by worrying, could add a single day to your life? God has it under control. You see, when we try to be all, you know, get all twisted about it, anxiety and freaking out, and you know, and doing all this stuff, all we do is just make ourselves even worse than where we were in the beginning. Amen. So join me in repeating this short prayer. I pray that it'll help you and we can move on and, and, uh, in this message and, and that you will be blessed by it. Yeah And so like I said, wherever you're at in that process, it's in God's hands. You know It could be a cycle and we're just using it as an analogy that it, it, it could be the end of your business. It could be the end of a relationship that you need to put behind you. It could be the end of of painful things that you've been going through and those petals are falling off and it's time for you to move on to the next phase of your life. Yeah. Behold, I have given you life and life abundantly. Whenever God's involved, He makes things better. Amen. So join me in repeating this short prayer. Father God in heaven, Lord God, I no longer want to uh, let my fears, you know, keep me spinning in cycles of anxious busyness. Instead, teach me to recognize and and, uh, reject fear and worry and doubting you, Lord God. Help me to rest in your truth. Lead me to peace, trusting in you for all I need. In Jesus' mighty name. Father God, uh, we just we, we just speak healing into people's lives, Father God. Wherever people are at, if any of this message has got any crooked ways to it, if there's any spiritual error, if there's any theological error here, Father God, we pray that you make it straight, Father God, like your word says. And Lord, if if, if people need a touch, Lord, if they just need a touch, Lord, that you will touch them. Father God, if they need a healing, a breakthrough, if they need, Lord, if they need finance, Lord, if if their needs aren't being met, Father God, we reach out to you and ask you to to move into these people's lives, to move into our lives. We put our prayers and petitions before you, Father God, and ask you to answer our prayers, Lord. We, We roll all of our cares up to you. We don't worry our prayers. We're not worried about you answering them. We give them to you, Father God, and we pray that you, uh, Father God, will be faithful to, to our prayers, that you will be faithful to what your Word says, Lord, because you're always faithful. You always come through. It may not be in our time, Father God, but it's in your time, and we pray that that release, we pray for a release, Father God, that there will be sight, Father God, that there will be breakthrough, that there will be light in these people's lives. In the name of the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit, both now and ever, unto the ages of ages, let your will be done on earth as it is in heaven, Father God, in this very moment. Let it be on your time, your time in Jesus' name. May you walk into this dark world carrying the light of the gospel forevermore because you're worth it. Flower on.